Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca, before the Lesson 183. I call upon God's name and on my own. Thanks again. Hope you are all having a great weekend. Today, in theory, if you've been listening every day, is a Sunday, and so it's the Sabbath, so I hope that you keep it holy. I do, uh, on Sunday, I always go to a, I will surf generally very early, which is kind of like Ocean Church, and then I will go to a recovery gathering at 10 a.m., and then I will sometimes go to this other spiritual thing at 8.30 a.m. If I'm really gangster, I get up very early, get in the water, surf at dawn, then I go to the, it's called a satsang at 8.30, and then I, till 9.30 or 10-ish, and then I go to a 12-step meeting at 10, and then I will generally turn my computer off and have a day without devices, and then go to another 12-step meeting at 5 and then sometimes I'll go to a recovery gathering at 8. That is some <laughs> that is some Sabbathing. But I've heard it said that the Sabbath, um, I can't remember who was telling, I think it was, yeah, it's Miriam Williamson is talking about uh, the Sabbath in one of her talks. And the purpose of the Sabbath is really to, one of the purposes, I guess, is to reset. So you would, on the Sabbath, you would, get your whole family together. You would have no electronics on or no you know, television or back in the day, I don't know what you would have none of before there was TV. But the intention is to sort of work out all of the things that had built up the previous week. And she says, you know, you see the grandmother talking to the grandson and their grandkids and everybody just kind of recalibrates. So there's a heck of a lot to be said about strict religious stuff. I used to live in a, like near a Hasidic Jewish, Jewish neighborhood in Chicago. And this was very close to me, but I would be like riding my bike. And then all of a sudden I would be in this neighborhood and there's the guys with the, the hats, you know, the disc hats, the like round hats and like the little curly Q dreadlock looking things walking around everywhere. I'm like these, these people are plugged into something in a way the average human being is not the Hasidic Jews. I believe they were Hasidic, um, but very interesting stuff. And from what I understand, not a lot of the children stray from that. I'm sure some do, but there's just something about that sort of upbringing that is incredibly powerful, spiritual. So if I ever have a kid, which I probably won't, they will probably be learning about 12-step stuff at a very early age. Anyway, lesson 183, I call upon God's name and on my own. God's name is holy, but no holier than yours. That's some blasphemy, huh? To call upon his name is but to call upon your own. A father gives his son his name and thus identifies the son with him. His brothers share his name, and thus they are united in a bond to which they turn for their identity. Your father's name reminds you who you are, even within a world that does not know, even though you have not remembered it. God's name cannot be heard without response, nor said without an echo in the mind that calls you to remember. 
Say his name, and you invite the angels to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. Wow. That is... Say his name, and you invite the angels to surround to surround the ground on which you stand and sing to you as they spread out their wings to keep you safe and shelter you from every worldly thought that would intrude upon your holiness. I'm going to remember that forever. Repeat God's name, and all the world responds by laying down illusions. Every dream the world holds dear has suddenly gone by, and where it seemed to stand, you find a star, a miracle of grace. The sick arise, healed of their sickly thoughts. The blind can see, the deaf can hear. The sorrowful cast off their mourning, and the tears of pain are dried as happy laughter comes to bless the world. This is just a beautiful one. Repeat the name of God, and little names have lost their meaning. No temptation, but becomes a nameless and unwanted thing before God's name. Repeat his name and see how easily you will forget the names of all the gods you valued. They have lost the name of God you gave them. They became anonymous and valueless to you, although before you let the name of God replace their little names, you stood before them worshipfully, naming them as gods. Repeat the name of God and call upon yourself whose name is his. Repeat his name and all the tiny nameless things on earth slip into right perspective. Those who call upon the name of God cannot mistake the nameless for the name, nor sin for grace, nor bodies for the Holy Son of God. And should you join a brother as you sit with him in silence and repeat God's name along with him within your quiet mind, you have established there an altar which reaches to God himself and to his Son. This might be my new favorite lesson. This is really beautiful stuff. Practice but this today. Repeat God's name slowly again and still again. Become oblivious to every name but his. It's a very suitable, less suiting lesson for the Sabbath. Hear nothing else. Let all your thoughts become anchored on this. No other word we use except at the beginning when we say today's idea but once. I'll read that again. No other word we use except at the beginning when we say today's idea but once. And then God's name becomes our only thought, our only word, the only thing that occupies our minds, the only wish we have, the only sound with any meaning, and the only name of everything that we desire to see, of everything that we would call our own. Thus do we give an invitation which can never be refused, and God will come and answer it himself. Think not he hears the little prayers of those who call on him with names of idols cherished by the world. They cannot reach him thus. He cannot hear requests that he be not himself and that his son receive another name than his. Repeat God's name and you acknowledge him as sole creator of reality. And you acknowledge also that his son is part of him creating in his name. Sit silently and let his name become the all-encompassing idea that holds your mind completely. Let all thoughts be still except this one, and to all other thoughts respond with this, and see God's name replace the thousand little names you gave your thoughts, not realizing that there is one name for all there is and all that there will be. Today you can achieve a state in which you will experience the gift of grace. You can escape all bondage of the world and give the world the same release you found. 
you can remember what the world forgot and offer it to your own remembering. You can accept today the part you play in its salvation and your own as well. And both can be accomplished perfectly. Turn to the name of God for your release and it is given you. No prayer, but this is necessary, for it holds them all within it. Words are insignificant and all requests unneeded when God's son calls on his father's name. His father's thoughts become his own. He makes his claim to all his father gave in giving is giving still and will forever give. He calls on him to let all things he thought he made be nameless now. And in their place, the holy name of God becomes his judgment of their worthlessness. All little things are silent. Little sounds are, sil- are soundless now. The little things of earth have disappeared. The universe consists of nothing but the Son of God who calls upon his Father. And his Father's voice gives answer in his Father's holy name. In this eternal, still relationship in which communion far transcends all words and yet exceeds in depth and height whatever words could possibly convey is peace eternal. In our Father's name, we would experience this peace today, and in his name, it shall be given us. So, you're just going to say God. Just say God all day long. Just God, 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 God. And that's all you need to do. That's all that this lesson is. You're just repeating the name of God. You are putting the one real word ahead of all other words. We were replacing all idols with the word of God, with the name of God. So all this little crap, all this little stuff that we think has so much meaning is in fact very much meaningless. God is the only thing. God is all that there is. Thank you all so much again for listening. I will talk to you tomorrow at the course on at on the course in miracles podcast. Or I'll be coming to you with the course in miracles podcast. You get what I'm saying. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.